We'll begin our chant of the three refuges in just a minute or so. But it's really good to have that sense of being here with each other. We have to use our imagination a little bit, but we're not alone. And it's really a beautiful privilege to be able to gather and reflect on these wise teachings that from the Buddha on down, human beings have been finding real value in and putting into practice in their lives. And we get to continue this lineage of human beings being reflective in this way. So we remember that this three refuge chant, taking refuge in the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha, is just a traditional way of remembering what our practice is all about. Buddha means being awake, Dhamma, being awake to the way that it is, so our heart is aligning with the truth of the way that it is. That's Buddha and Dhamma. And then the third refuge we chant, Sangha, that's the beautiful, enlightened, or awakened activity. So when our heart is intimate, when Buddha is being intimate, being present with Dhamma the way that it is, then there's the possibility that our actions, our thoughts, our speech, our actions in the world, which is what we're talking about tonight, um, will be in alignment with that intimacy of Buddha knowing Dhamma. So our actions, our thoughts, our words might actually be useful. So let's do the chant together, and then we'll sit, and then we'll continue our conversation on sila, ethical conduct, tonight. Tatiampi Pudang 
Saranang Gachami Tatiampi Damang Saranang Gachami Tatiampi Sangang Saranang Gachami And settling in to our sitting meditation time feeling as if we truly belong right now in this body, in this moment, with these conditions, these sensations, this quality of the heart and mind as it is. So we're normalizing. Sometimes being a human being is like this which is a really true statement. Sometimes it is like this, like now. It's like this now. And are we willing fully, are we willing to fully inhabit our lives, this body, feeling the quality of this heart, noticing the activity of this mind, sensing the conditions, the sights and sounds that are here now. So in a way we're learning that it's safe to grow roots into the conditional unfolding of this moment, this dynamic, changing, alive moment this activity of the body, activity of the mind. In a way, we're learning that it's safe to submit, that it's safe to surrender to the conditions, the circumstances that are already playing themselves out right here. In a sense, we're already exposed to these internal and external movements or experiences. And what we've been studying with the Buddhist teachings on the Noble Eightfold Path is that it matters now, right now, it matters how we relate to this dynamic of the present moment, the flow or movement of bodily sensations and sights and sounds, and this movement of thought and emotion, and it matters how the mind is relating, how the mind is understanding this flow of bodily and mental activities. 
It matters whether or not the mind is sensitive and intimate. It matters whether the mind, the heart is curious or uninterested. It matters whether the mind is kind or not. It matters right now whether the heart is stingy or generous. It really does matter how we're showing up right now. So why don't we imagine that our life right now, this body and mind, is like an infant, a vulnerable little baby. It's our life, it's our responsibility to relate to this baby with a lot of skill because we care. And we know that this life depends on being able to show up skillfully, to hold it, to take care of it, to anticipate its needs without being overly controlling or demanding, which of course we wouldn't with an infant. We'd have a lot of natural patience. The baby spit up or if the baby started to cry we'd probably hang in there without resorting to irritation or controlling habits. So each of us finding a way to tenderly embrace our life, this sitting body, this sensitive heart, this thinking mind. We're not surprised by what's moving through the body, through the heart and mind. And we have this natural governing principle of not wanting to cause harm, but instead wanting to support, wanting to ease the way for this life right here that we're taking responsibility for because we care. And how to learn to persist in this caring for this life each moment, 
without being overly controlling or parental, but also without sliding into distractedness and some presumption that I don't actually have to be showing up. So how to be attentive without being tight as we learn how to be present with the body and present with this flow of feeling in the heart, quality of the mind moving. How to stay right in the middle of the stream of our life because we care because we want to be sensitive and tend to the moment, one moment at a time. So let's put ourselves to this task, take up this really beautiful responsibility, caring for this life, this mind and body, one moment at a time. And we'll continue now in silence.
So we're imagining that we're a wise, loving parent. And when this life needs an intervention, well then the wise and kind parent shows up. But when the child doesn't need any intervention, then the parent just stays close knowing that the life is like this now, the mind, the body, but not neurotically needing to intervene or practice. Just staying close with a lot of love, a lot of spaciousness, And in this way, we're learning to take care of our thinking mind and take care of our feeling heart and our sensing body, these five physical senses, with a lot of compassion, kindness, and wisdom. So we're learning to relate to the thinking mind, the feeling heart, the body. We're learning to relate in a way that's actually helpful. 
which means we're paying attention. And sometimes we need to relate in a very engaged way. And sometimes the way we relate is more spacious. In the same way that a parent knows when to hover, when to get involved, and when to let go and let things be. But no matter how the parent relates, the wise parent relates, it's going to keep the child in mind. It's not likely to be forgetting the child. So we're keeping the body, the heart and mind in mind, staying close, in a relaxed, sensitive way. Because we care. the greatest gift that the parent is offering the child is this willingness to be sensitive, really attuned to the child's needs. That is its expression of love, to be sensitive, to be intimate, because the parent cares and cares about the well-being 
this body, this heart and mind in order to respond skillfully the parent needs to be really sensitive so it's not responding based on theory but based on being present with what's happening in the moment And noticing that, paying attention to the body and the heart and mind in this way, in this deeply sensitive and nimble way, is like an ocean of love. And notice how healing, satisfying it is for this life, this body to be met with that great space, attentive space of love and wisdom. in a real sense, being held by wisdom and love right now.
and we'll be sitting for another minute or two and we'll take this time just to notice what sort of seeds have been planted given that we've related to our body and mind this life in this way these last 30 minutes or so what sort of qualities have been set in motion heavy or light and beautiful Has there been some healing set in motion? Or has tightness and heaviness been set in motion? Just have your own direct sense. This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.